Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Get started on your own path to living vibrantly. The first step, Goshen Health. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds Around Town. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds Around Town, or perhaps we should say Sounds Around Downtown, featuring Justin Bell of The Nut Shop here in downtown Goshen. Sounds Around Town, presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, Justin, I guess the first thing we should say is uh, nice to see you in a relaxed state because it's not going to last that long. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You're heading into the holiday season and uh, you're going to be quite busy. It gets very chaotic in our store. Is is Christmas the holiday for, for candy? I mean, I know you've got Valentine's, Easter's, et cetera, but, but the extended Christmas holiday, does that really put yeah, the pressure on you? Thanksgiving to Christmas, that's about the majority of mm-hmm. our... That's a good chunk of our yeah. annual sales. So so talk a little bit about the process now, how you're getting ready for the holidays, uh, how you're being able to reach out to customers, that kind of thing. Well, we're doing two things at once. We're okay. in full production mode, trying to build up our inventory to make sure we don't run out of delicious treats, mm-hmm. while at the same time reaching out to our annual corporate customers to remind them to place their it's orders time on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that process starts to overlap, correct? As you get the orders, you've got more that you have to do in production. And it's like a never-ending circle for the next six weeks. That's correct. What does the nut shop offer? I guess we'll start with some of the basics. We make all of our own chocolates. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a full line of chocolates, about 60 different items, I believe. Um, We also have roasted nuts, mixes, Mm -hmm. um, and a full line of confections. Jelly uh-huh. Belly candy, Jelly Belly jelly beans, um, some gummies, and a bunch of fun novelty candies. So if you're attracted to chocolate, you just kind of walk past on Main Street and you automatically go in that door. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I hear it smells really good. Yeah, it does. Uh, what Now, you say you hear it smells really good. You've probably just gotten adjusted we, to it, haven't you? Everyone who works there long for over <laughs> after a couple months, so we just stop smelling. Talk about the history of the nut shop. Um, it's, been, it's been around... For what, since the 1980s? Yes, early 80s, I think 82. It is. Yeah. And then uh, you and Danae decided to take the plunge? And- no. Oh. Um, Danae did it all on her own before me. Oh, boy. Okay. So Danae worked for the Nut Shop when she was in high school and college. Okay. Um, she was going for nursing. And in her senior year of college, she decided she was going to quit the Nut Shop, focus on her school, clinicals, and boards. Okay. And then the original owner, um, Tom Myers, mm-hmm. he was wanting to retire. So they worked out a, in a, an arrangement and she took over the business. Oh, my goodness. And then she still pursued her nursing yeah. career, passed her boards, and then worked at the Goshen OB um, at the hospital for 14 years. While also, While also running the shop. Running the nut shop. And, and then, then you became an acquisition. Yes. A corporate acquisition. She then acquired me in 2011 <laughs> when we got married. Now, and you met at a confection convention. That's correct. You were telling me about that. We, I used to work for a decent-sized gummy manufacturer, mm-hmm. and I was working at International Candy Show, and her sales rep was one of my friends for that gummy company, mm-hmm. and she introduced us, and then two years later, we got married. So it's been quite a merger. Yeah. And you've expanded as well. That's you've right. You've got a candidate for a young mayor. and uh... My fourth-grade daughter, she's <laughs> running for kid mayor, Yeah. So and we're excited for that. And and it's an example of how you and Danae have become enmeshed in the community, um, a part of the community fabric. 
and especially downtown. Uh, it, it's been it's been your life. It's been your lifeblood. That's correct. Um, I mean, I think every guest on here has said it that community, 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 mm-hmm. and we also are firm believers of embracing the community, and then they'll embrace you right back. So let me let me dial back just a little bit, Justin, because you know, as I said, you know, you were part of the corporate acquisition yes. coming to the nut shop. How did you get get attracted to candy and confection and service and those kind of things? What 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 kind of tripped your trigger? It's just a fun industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not too many grumpy people in our industry, <laughs> um, and most most of our customers are not grumpy as well. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. So you got your start where? Uh, I started at Albany's Confectionery. Okay, and that was in the Crown Point area, the, yeah, the region area, yeah, in Maryville, in the region. <clears throat> okay, yep. So, and and what's the learning process like? What's the education process like? As far as I mean, it, it's is is it a learn by doing kind of thing? I mean, what is a confectioner? How, how do you perfect your craft? Is your question in regards to like producing? <laughs> right, producing. Okay, um, Danae taught me most of the stuff that we do okay. at the shop. Um, and she learned from Tom, and then she also um, took classes mm-hmm. and books and self-taught. Ah. And then we did some classes together and books together. And we just we're always cooking together and mm-hmm. experimenting. So and and you have experimented because I've oh, been yes. in a couple of times where you showed me something you've worked on or or what have you. Um, what are some of your favorite things to make? We anything that's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a richer chocolate. Okay. Pro- taste profile mm-hmm. versus a sweeter taste profile. Okay. Um, so I would have to gravitate towards a dark chocolate and work a product into the, something like that. Okay. And dark chocolate theoretically is healthier than, yeah. than milk chocolate or sweeter chocolates. Yes, that's right. So why is that? I mean, it's, it's um, just a curious question for me. The darker the chocolate it is, the less sugars it has. Okay. Right? Um, and then there's claims that there's antioxidants in mm-hmm. dark chocolate and stuff, but you yeah. got to get into higher percentages and stuff. So are turtles probably the number one attraction? I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Turtles and then our assorted box of chocolates. Okay. After that. And keeping up with that demand is probably in it's, the next six weeks. It's, it's, it's be challenging. A pretty big task. Long hours, yeah. challenging. We're always looking for, you know, just, yeah. just keeping our heads above water. So the second part of that question would be, you know, talking about, you know, what it's like to to learn the confection business. But being a small business in general um, has got to have been a challenge over the years. Well, COVID didn't help. Yeah. Uh, COVID, though, has positives. Mm-hmm. Um, it shone a light on the things that were not working, so you could eliminate that yeah. and then adjust and make adjustments to improve the business. Give us some come examples out stronger. Of, of that, about some things that you learned uh, during the COVID process. A tiny example would mm-hmm. be like an item that wasn't selling well, but we brought it in because we always had it. Yeah. And just continually doing it because that's what we used to always do. So just stop doing that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. That was a good lesson. So you learned sometimes that, that trimming uh, yes. the inventory is is actually an advantage. Correct. Unless somebody has that that request. Right. And then so. we can make special requests, but mm-hmm. not have it all the time. And and you took some 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 strong precautions during COVID. Um, you were able to, you know, able to make yourself healthy or keep yourself healthy. Um, you were able to keep customers healthy. Um, how much of a challenge was that, Justin, in in being able to say, okay, we're going to address this and we're going to keep people safe, but at the same time, you know, part of walking into the nut shop is that relationship that everybody has with you, that has with Danae and the other people who are working there. How did you balance those two things during the COVID challenge? It was really tough. As mm-hmm. you said, the 
relationship part was a huge part of business. Mm-hmm. Giving out samples, chatting with people, and that was cut off mm-hmm. for. I mean, we have for some obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're governed by the state health department, by the county health department, mm-hmm. and the governor. And so we have all those people telling you, "Here's how you need to put out your merchandise and mm-hmm. stuff like that." It it got challenging. Well, and, and all when, of our merchandise is supposed to be colorful and be touched mm-hmm. and picked up, and we were yeah. told no touching. So, yeah. And well, and when the owner's in the healthcare business, and then there's that <laughs> side too. Then the owner is in the healthcare, and she's getting yeah. her regulations on the healthcare side of what she has to do to protect herself at the hospital. She brought that over into the shop. And so it was, yeah, like you said, we did, we went a little strict, but right. I mean, we just listened to what everyone, all the governor bodies told us to do. Well, if you're going to err on the side of caution. So how how long has it taken to get back to what we would call normal in terms of foot traffic and customer and grade and that kind of thing? I think that word got that, um, (laughs) That definition got changed. Okay. Um, there, you before COVID, I could tell you day of the week what sales would be like project. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, at the time of the year, but like, oh, we're going to be like this X Y Z, and almost who would be and, coming? Yeah, and almost who? Now mm-hmm. that's all changed. It's but now there's we're starting to get more trends, but they're different trends, mm-hmm. and so we're learning what normal is now. Okay. And none of this is negative, right? There's there's positives that came out of this, mm-hmm. like. I mean, we're. Str- I feel like the business is stronger out of COVID, mm-hmm. and we're we're definitely not going. Well, anywhere. and it's always a, a learning process. Yeah. Um, how much of it, of it helps to be downtown, uh, to be part of the downtown fabric? I think it's very strong. Downtown's so strong, and then all the businesses support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that if you don't embrace your neighbors, the public sees that, mm-hmm. and then they don't. The public won't embrace you. Well, and and. The vibe that happens now with First Fridays, with some of the other things that are attracting downtown, we've got the holidays coming up for November. Um, it's it's just an interesting time. Of the, downtown's nice all year round, but in this next six weeks, it seems to step up a notch. Yeah, I would say this is my favorite time of the year yeah. for downtown. And, and the lights get the turned mood, on. Yeah. And, and the mood of the people and yeah. everything else. The Chamber and so. EID puts on the holiday open house, mm-hmm. and that just is all nice. What about downtown do you think? Is, is is an attraction, especially for people who come from out of town. The fact that downtown is so strong and full, like mm-hmm. there's not an empty room downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there is, it gets filled so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many unique shops. And it's clear that all these unique shops are individually owned, not a corporation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so that whole vibe translates to a nice, strong downtown. And as you mentioned, the, the connections between all the individual business owners – um, you're part of EID, I am. Um, and and certainly part of the leadership team. Um, where do you think we've made the most progress in terms of of presenting downtown as an attractive place to be for locals as well as visitors? I've only lived here for 10, 11 years now, mm-hmm. so I came in when things were just starting to get moving. Is what I've been told. Okay, um, but I like the Ingle parking that brings in so many more customers, mm-hmm. a lot more foot traffic. Um, the streetscaping EID has been doing with the flower pots and, and the brickwork that looks nice. They just updated the fountain mm-hmm. that looks good too. Um, it just, it seems to work and everyone is mm-hmm. helping make it work. Well, in, in, in slow incremental steps, sometimes not moving as fast as we would all like, but we've been able to make those positive steps. What's in the future? What's on Justin's wish list for what would happen downtown? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, maintaining what we have, I think, is priority one. Mm -hmm. But always keep looking to the future to improve and not get stagnant. I think Mm -hmm. that should be... I know these are generic terms, but yeah. I, there's no project in mind that yeah. I have. Well, light sidewalks, those kind of things certainly the, are going to be the a big, part of that. The so, big headers, yeah. yeah. But it's, it, I, I like but that, I, that, I like the answer. Uh, I, it caught me a little bit by surprise, but I like that answer of maintaining what we have. It's not as easy as it sounds, is it? No, it's not. It takes work. Mm-hmm. It takes work. Um, and, you know, there's always something that needs to be fixed or slightly improved. And then keep your eye out looking for something that could oh, yeah. be... Improve like maybe there's a spot we didn't notice before, but now that we have improvements on one block, yeah. another block needs to be well. And loved. big boxes on both sides of town. Yep. But yet people still are attracted to come downtown. Oh which yeah. Is a, Parking's which is always a real full. Plus. I feel. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Let's go back to candy um, as we as we wind the program down a little bit uh, and talk about holiday candy and that kind of thing. You know, it it seems like some of your biggest challenges are unintended consequences of whatever is in the news. People talk about diet, talk about sweets, talk about all those kind of things. You know, we talk about, you know, nothing in excess, but, you know, you can still do things in moderation. How does a candy store, confection store, et cetera, attract customers when some of that focus is on the new health and that kind of thing? I don't think, I think those trends will never Mm -hmm. go away. They've been around for ever. Um, education, maybe mm-hmm. talking to the customers. We, our philosophy is we treat candy as a reward or as a special treat. Mm-hmm. It's not a meal. Right. Um, so treat it as gifts or special treats. And that's, that's how we look at it. And that's mm-hmm. how we talk to our customers about it. Something, and that seems to translate something personal for me. And, and I'm a nut guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I still love my chocolate and I especially love your bourbon um, oh, stuff, yes. but, but, um, Primarily a nut guy, and and I can get my fresh nut supply at your place. But what I find, you know, kind of, we've talked about this before. My family knows me. Um, my family stops in um, and talks with you. You are one of the great secret keepers, probably better than Santa's elves. Why, thank you. I've walked in a couple of times, and unbeknownst to me, my family's already been there. Is it that kind of relationship that in a small town, in a downtown area or whatever, that, that really kind of defines your business, that you know your customers and, and, and know the relationship that, in other words, you know what people like. I would like to think so. Mm-hmm. We, we also train our staff to try to memorize people who come in, mm-hmm. whatever frequency that, that is, regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, some people come in once a month. Some people come <laughs> in once a day. Um, but we try to memorize what they like. We may not know people's names, but we know what they like to eat mm-hmm. in our shop. Um, I think that is important. Yep. Um, and I think it's also important to keep those secrets to keep it fun too. Yep. Like Valentine's, for example. More we see a lot. One spouse comes in in the morning, mm-hmm. and then the other spouse comes in the afternoon, buying for each other, not knowing that the other was there. <laughs> so then we could also get some secrets out yeah. of them, like, "Hey, what do you like?" And then help the second spouse out. Ah. Make sure okay. they they come home winning. So you've learned to be Sandinista over the years. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Justin, what keeps you going? What what is it about the business? Um, both being in the candy business and being in a small business, what what keeps you going? It's just a fun industry to mm-hmm. be in the candy industry, and it's it, I mean everyone is helps each other out. We have other candy stores throughout the country that we're friends with, mm-hmm. um, and we could just text each other and just say, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" It also allows you to be creative while also being the business side of things and that rigid 
And it's also been great for the family. I mean, we've watched your kids grow up as a result of the candy store. We bring our children in every day. Mm-hmm. And it's I, That's invaluable to me. It's a lot of fun. It is. A lot of fun. Well, Justin, thank you for your service to the downtown. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for what you do for the chamber. Appreciate you and uh, appreciate your products. Thanks for the podcast. I listen to it all the time, and I think you guys are doing a good job. Well, we appreciate that as well. Our thanks to Justin Bell for Sounds Around Town, presented by DJ Construction. DJ Construction is decidedly different. Don't forget, you can pick up on Sounds of the Economy, Sounds of Success, Sounds of Service, and Sounds Around Town right here on The Sound of Goshen. That's thesoundofgoshen.com. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you.